This segment has been sponsored by the local Edward Jones office of Lee Colvin. The host of this show and Edward Jones have an existing business relationship. This event is not a testimonial of the services provided by Edward Jones financial advisor, Lee Colvin. And our buddy Lee Colvin, Edward Jones financial advisor, joins us here today. And uh, Lee and I are going to talk about uh, not leaving your IRA to the IRS. That sounds like fun. Lee, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing today? Doing really good. Hope you are. Oh, we are loving life, buddy. Loving life. Absolutely. Got a little color in those fall trees right now. You know, the I, I came over from Knoxville over the weekend uh, to head back home, and boy, the oranges, the uh, the reds, just just very vibrant out there. It's really showing its uh, true colors. And once you get past Cookville, it's all brown and yucky. <laughs> It was not quite as beautiful. I've got to admit, but may, may, maybe uh, maybe maybe this fall will uh, allow those trees to to come to full life as well. Yeah, we hope so at least. So, well, um, we we used uh, a, a couple of you know acronyms there, so I guess we're going to have to dive into that. So, um, you know, if you've invested in an IRA for um, some time now, it it may be. Um, well, to turn uh, uh, a key source of income for your retirement, and um, you you still might uh, not want to deplete your IRA. So, kind of talk a little bit about that and not leaving your IRA to the IRS. Absolutely, you know, Brian, exactly what you just said. While while most folks have uh, many invested in those IRAs, um. You know, the fact is, is a lot of folks still have pension plans, still have 401ks. And so while your IRA still has sizable assets uh, and may have sizable assets after passing, it would likely end up in your estate plan because you may not have used all the money having also had 401ks and pensions as well. So with that, if you leave your IRA to grown children or other family members, you could be, you and your family, through your estate, they could be hit with a very large or big tax bill in the future. Yeah. And that's really what we want to talk about today is trying to keep some of that out of, uh, out of Uncle Sam's pockets. Well, I know you've got a little background to kind of set this up that you want to uh, kind of lay some groundwork here to, to give us a better idea. Yes. Uh, so, you know, up until the SECURE Act of 2019, those who inherited traditional IRAs could actually extend their required withdrawals over their lifetime, which stretched out the annual taxes due on those withdrawals. But the SECURE Act changed the provision for non-spouse beneficiaries who did inherit an IRA after 2019 and what happened here, Brian, is the beneficiaries of inherited IRAs, they went from a lifetime payout to having a 10-year payout beginning the year after the uh, prior owner's death. So 
they have 10 years to withdraw the entire balance of these IRAs. For some beneficiaries, this could potentially create a large tax burden, and inheritors of Roth IRAs, they're also required to follow the 10-year distribution rule but are not subject to income tax on account earnings if the Roth IRA's five-year holding period had been met. Okay. So just some slight differences there between traditional IRA, Roth IRA, and the time period that they have to take uh, withdrawals once they've inherited an account. So Lee Colvin, an Edward Jones financial advisor, is joining us today. We're talking about not leaving your IRA to the uh, IRS. Lee, uh, would well, let me ask you this question. Are, are all beneficiaries affected by this new rule? Yeah, that's a great question, Brian. Not all beneficiaries were affected by the new rule. Number one, spouses can stretch their inherited IRA distributions over their lifetime, and exceptions exist for certain um, for certain non-spouse beneficiaries. As an example, minor children of the IRA owners, so folks who are under the age of majority, also chronically ill or disabled individuals and beneficiaries who are no more than 10 years younger than the IRA owner may opt to stretch their distribution. Okay. So um, are there some requirements here that we might need to know about? Well, so the new 10-year requirement, it actually applies to IRAs inherited on or after January the 1st, 2020. So again, anyone who inherited prior to that okay. uh, would, would not be subject. But due to confusion over changes to require minimum distribution rules for some beneficiaries of inherited IRAs, uh, the IRS waived penalties for individuals who failed to take RNDs in 2021 and 2022 and extended the RMD penalty waiver for 2023. So, you know, while, while you had to follow the rules, the government understands they maybe changed a lot of rules, <laughs> <laughs> and folks were confused, so now they've given some a little bit of grace So in, the, in those scenarios. Right. The, these rules give uh, beneficiaries those not eligible for the exemptions more time to plan they will eventually have to start taking those required minimum distributions though right they will and that and that can affect their tax situations um so i've brought a few items to talk about to protect your heirs uh, and, and just some suggestions that we can consider. Okay. There uh, are three that you are going to, uh, or a couple you're going to touch on here, uh, using permanent life insurance and leaving taxable investment accounts to your heirs. So let's touch on uh, using permanent life insurance first, if you don't mind. Sure. So a properly structured permanent life insurance policy could actually help you replace the assets that your family might lose to the taxes 
that could result from an inherited IRA. So you might even consider naming a charity as the beneficiary of an IRA rather than your family members. The charity would receive the IRA proceeds tax-free and the life insurance could then provide tax-free benefits to your heirs. Hmm. Okay. An interesting way to, to look at that, too. And uh, we mentioned leaving taxable investment uh, accounts to your heir, your heirs. So um, how do you uh, address that, Lee? Yeah, so apart from your tax-deferred IRA, you may own other fully taxable accounts containing investments such as stocks, bonds, other investments. Typically, these investments receive what's known as a step-up in their cost basis once they are inherited. This means that the heirs will essentially inherit all of the gains that your investments have earned by the time of your passing, but they won't be taxed on those gains. Um, now, if and that's if they sell the assets immediately, Brian. This type of sale could help offset the taxes that your heirs will incur from the inherited IRA. Well, the the tax and investment issues around you know inherited IRAs. I mean, a lot of this can can get really confusing. We really just kind of maybe scratched the surface today a little bit. Maybe one very, very small scratch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're right. I mean, it, it can be a very small scratch of information that, that is coming to folks. Uh, but we always suggest we, we always suggest that you consult your tax and your financial advisor before making any moves. And also, you know, as with many areas relating to inheritances, the sooner that you start planning for these things, the better. Most certainly. And uh, I'm sure that with that being said, that uh, you or any of the Edward Jones financial advisors here in the area would most certainly be able to uh, help you make a maybe bigger scratch in that. You know, we would absolutely love to help anybody uh, who has this happening. Uh, you know, if, if you know of an inheritance that you're receiving and you have questions, we'd love the opportunity to help. Uh, if you're a family member who's trying to plan and prepare so that your family has a path um, to protect against taxes in the future in situations like this, We'd love the opportunity to help you as well. Lee, as always, enjoy uh, our conversations. I know you've got uh, a flight to catch there. It sounds like they're boarding at the gate, so you better run. Absolutely. Hey, buddy, <laughs> have a great day, and we, we look forward to helping. You know, folks can always give us a call at our office. We will identify their need and try to get them with the best financial advisor locally to help them. You can reach us at 615-907-7056. Again, that's 615-907-7056.